old school games. Life is cheap. So don't be a dope. Bring your pole or rope or don't go down in a heap. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Down in Heap podcast. I'm your host, Rob, podcasting to you live from beautiful Northeast Minneapolis. There at the top of the show, another theme song. This one from the Pink Phantom of Phantom Thoughts, doing his Adam Fa- Adam's Family version. Thank you so much, Pink Phantom. I am up against the clock today. I've got, uh, it's it's basically like a football coach right before the two-minute warning, down 10 points. Um, <laughs> so I got to do some time management. It'll actually be more like Froth's five-minute Friday today. So I'm going to forego some of the calls that I have and instead just go to three random thoughts I have. So the first random thought concerns the announcement from Wizards of the Coast about one D&D. I just watched the trailer this morning. I kind of heard about it and, eh, shrug. Like others have said, I know I'm not the target audience for uh, <laughs> for the current owners of the IP. And they're going to do what they do or what they want to do. And uh, it's mainly about making money, which I don't blame them for. They're a corporation. They're in the business to make profits first and care about their customers second. And I'm not even a customer, so I don't, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) But I did think the trailer was pretty hilarious at times. Uh, It's clearly, we're going to provide the tools necessary to run your player all in one place, or your character all in one place. As if you couldn't before play the game without the aid of a computer and uh, digital tools. <laughs> I know some people will, will like this, and that's great. It's just not for me. And uh, they can pretend that uh, D&D really only started in 2014. You know, that's this is the only edition that matters. It's just one D&D now. We're all one happy family. They could pretend that's the case. They can ignore everyone else that plays other versions of the game. Um, And I'll just ignore them right back. They have nothing to offer me. I do my best not to put any money in their coffers and instead direct it to uh, the uh, producers and uh, content creators that I enjoy and like. So, yeah, I... And that's totally fine with me. There is no escape, human. No one to hear your cries. Give me the bell, and your life may be spared. Oh, but of course they won't ignore you if you want to buy PDFs of the old material that they had no part in creating. Wah, wah. Okay, second random thought of the day. It occurred to me when I was thinking about Rollmaster the other day. And again, like most of my stuff, this likely isn't anything original. But has anyone ever thought about giving options to players uh, based upon their attack bonus? Where you could choose to either have that applied to your to-hit roll, to your damage roll or to your AC in, like, a defensive posture. It's probably in some game that I'm not (laughs) aware of, or maybe I was aware of it at one point and 
old age and COVID-wracked brain has uh, forgotten about it, but I think that might be kind of cool. Giving it would be an easy way to to um, replicate some kind of different attack postures or defensive postures, and maybe instead of because I think the plus one on damage for every plus one bonus for attack might be weaker than just making the attack and being more likely to hit. But maybe, um, so maybe instead of plus one on damage, you increase the die in the die chain. So if you're attacking with a mace doing a D6, you could forego up a plus one to your to hit bonus and instead make it at a regular attack. With But if you hit, you'd score a D8 in damage. I don't know, just spitballing. Maybe I should rename Roll for Random Thought Saturday to uh, Spitballing Saturdays. And the third random thought will be my monsters I've never used before. So I've got my AD&D monster manual out and a roll for a random page number. I get 38 plus... I guess it's plus six. They start on page six. So that would be page 44. I think that will work. It's uh, not precise. Oh, 44 is giants. Cloud giant, fire giant, frost giant. I think I've used all of these before. So instead, I'll roll again. Oh, page 100. Too bad I wasn't rolling for psionics. So I'll just go to the last page. It's probably zombie, which I... Yeah, zombie and yeti. Um, honestly, I don't think I've ever used a yeti. I've used, you know, like man-apes or uh, kind of like a Sasquatch type of creature. And I think I, in the past I've just used like a ogre stats or something for them. Uh, but I don't remember ever using the yeti rules as written. Hmm. I don't know why. Um... Probably, I, I don't they have some kind of icy stare? What is that? Two clawing strikes, and if it, any one of these attack, succeeds with a die score of 20, the Yeti has grabbed and squeezed up his opponent for 2 to 16 additional damage from the chill of the creature. Worse still, the creature surprises an opponent. Oh, if this creature surprises an opponent, a saving throw versus paralyzation must be made, or the victim has looked into the creature's eyes and is rigid with fright for three rounds and can be automatically struck twice and squeezed by the Yeti. Yeah, this is pretty um, pretty deadly stuff. Uh, they are a very rare creature, so maybe if I've been using random tables in the DM's guide or something, that probably is accounted for and why they don't come up very often if I use those tables. But yeah, no particular reason. I I, <laughs> I was really big into uh, uh, the whole Bigfoot and uh, cryptozoology kind of thing in the 70s in search of and the Bigfoot craze and Loch Ness Monster and Yetis and all that. But I've just, I guess, used different stats than the actual Yeti stats uh, from the Monster Manual. So, yeah, I don't know. Has anyone else, have you used Yetis before? They seem like they'd be pretty dangerous critters. Um, maybe not for a high-level party or something, but anything that has some kind of uh, save versus paralyzation and includes, like, automatic hits with these, and this rending damage or this chill damage and stuff, that could really take down a even mid-level PCs 
pretty dang quickly if they uh, were surprised by them. And uh, I think in in the type of terrain they're on, yeah, Yeti are nearly invisible until within 10 to 30 feet of their prey. So, hmm. oh, they are very susceptible to fire. Well, say lovey. There's the Yeti, another monster I've never used before from the ADD monster manual. And I'm uh, fast approaching the end of the game. Time to head to work, cut the cheese, make mozzarella, and uh, yeah, answer customer questions and all that fun stuff. So until I talk to you again, likely on Wednesday, don't go down on a heap. My strength has returned. My wounds have healed. Thanks to Ariel's magic. Nothing to it. It's all in the wrist. Time to go, Ariel. Goodbye, Ariel. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.